Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Cultureverse podcast, where we talk about movies, animation, TV shows, comic books, anime and more. Uh, in this podcast we're going to be doing a bunch of just random episodes, planned episodes, quizzes, challenges, stuff like that. Today's episode we're just going to be introducing ourselves and talking normal. To my left is my co-host TJ, Woo. and to my right is my other co-host James. Um, so we're going to start with introducing ourselves, so TJ if you want to... Start off first, tell us what are your hobbies and your favourite things. So, I am TJ of Royal Famous Galvanator. I am the smartest of us three. Especially when it comes to Harry Potter, as you will see, none of these can hold a candle to me. I know Bruno's one subject. Ask me a question. What's Harry's middle name? Fighting Bob. And with that, we'll move it over to the answer, which is James. <laughs> Wait, the answer to what? Yeah, I'm James. Um, I'm the actual smartest of the three, the best looking, most athletic. <laughs> um, hobbies, uh, sleeping. Yeah, so Sam, tell us about you, man. Wow. Um, my favourite things are anime. The only reason these guys watch anime because I'm that cool, because he watches Ruby. Uh, I like Star Wars. I like uh, basically any video fighting game. Um, and mainly, I do not like Marvel at the minute. Talking on that topic, before this uh, episode, I asked you guys to list your five uh, most favourite MCU films and your five least favourite MCU films. TJ had a very fun time with this list. So TJ, we're going to start with you. If you go five to one... On your least favorite MCU films, so just tell them a, tell them guys, a reason why. As you guys know, I'm not good with decisions, and decisions of this caliber they need a lot of force. That's something you'll come to learn, especially in this episode when I ask more questions. Yeah, not looking forward to that part. So at number five, uh, no, we'll, we'll go with my fifth favorite, and we'll cover it down. It's Love and Thunder. Uh, it's your thought, fifth least favorite. Yeah, yeah, you go yeah, fifth to yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. Uh, Love and Thunder. I uh, thought the four films with Ragnarok had started going the right direction, you know, forward a really good character that had been fleshed out. And I think they did him a lot of injustice in that movie. Gore wasn't really given much time. And it was just... wasn't the best for me. And it was a step in the wrong direction. I've got Iron Man 3, number four. Okay. Easily the worst of the Iron Man trilogy. And it's kind of just speaks for itself why it's there. Yeah, I feel like that movie was just... Didn't need to be made yeah. at all. Yeah, it got Incredible Hulk at number three. Anyone who's watched it can't really disagree. It's not the worst film in the world, but in an MCU, it's got to be the it is one of so the, close the most the forgotten films. Yeah, ever. it it, it yeah. Like, When I was reason. doing my list today, I forgot there was even a film. Four. Yeah, it's just not up to the same standard as the rest of them. I don't really no. MCU wise, plus the recasting there. of Edward Norton. To uh, Mark Ruffalo is quite jarring. Yeah. Mark Ruffalo is just a much better Hulk. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Four two, Dark yeah. World. I feel like that's one film that's going to be on everyone's list. Just wasn't for really it for me. I wasn't a fan of Dark Elves and the whole storyline with yeah. Jane going up whatever his name is was yeah. an awful villain. Yeah, I think this brings us into our first unpopular opinion, but it's, I quite like Dark World. Really? Yeah, I genuinely think it's quite good. Wow. I really enjoy um, the storyline. 
Um, <laughs> it's not in my it's not in my top five. Don't worry. But we're <laughs> not going that far. I definitely didn't hate it as much as everyone else. And now really? th- yeah. this is where we get. You love four though. You love like I just, gods and stuff character. like that. You love like gods and stuff. So that makes sense. So let's go back to TW's list. Is fourth? My second. La- least favourite. Oh, your least favourite. What yeah. Wait, what's so your second? We've got Mother and Thunder, Iron Man 3, Hulk, 40. Yeah. And then to cap it off, Ant-Man and the Wasp. I cannot begin to tell you how much I hate this film. Ant-Man is one of my favourite characters of all time. And yeah, he, he really does is love so bad in this film. They all are. The comedy just doesn't feel on point. It all feels forced. The villain's awful. It just... Who's the it's villain again? Ghost. Ghost. Yeah. Ghost. It's, 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 it's such an unforgettable film. It's yeah. such a bad movie. And I just think it's maybe not as bad as some of the others I have above no. above it, like 4, 2 and Hulk, for, for me anyway. But because Ant-Man is such a good character and I enjoyed the first film so much, it's least favourite of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Bin it off, get rid of it. Yeah. Okay, so if you want to list them now, uh, just what you said. So, so Love and Thunder, Iron Man 3, Hulk 4-2, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Okay, now let's uh, go with James, where he's going to give us his five worst MCU films from five to one. Okay, okay. I feel like this one, my list, might surprise Yeah, this is you the list that a few others. I um, wouldn't really predict very well. This is the one that I was most curious about. So, fifth least favourite is Eternals. Really? Yeah. I, uh, again, another unpopular opinion. I enjoyed Eternals. I thought it was quite good. I know the pacing was quite bad. Obviously, Marvel really expected that film to do well. The actors have even said. Um, it was clearly cut a lot, and it was quite long. But, I don't know, I just thought I really enjoyed the cast. I didn't like the... Uh, what is the speedster, is it? I can't remember their name. No, what is the... Little ginger one. <laughs> Just, oh, right, right. I hated that character. That was one of my most hated characters ever in a film. See, they just angered me. I wanted them to die at the end of the film. And when they did die, spoilers, they didn't. I was fuming. See, for me, I was I really upset. To agree with James here because when I sorted mine out, I did them into good, medium, and bad. And Eternals was one of the seven films I put in bad. I didn't hate it, it wasn't awful. I didn't but like I the post credit scene. I think in terms of MCU quality, doesn't match. I, I enjoyed it. it. I enjoyed Eternals. I've watched it a couple of times. I might I haven't watched it for a while, so maybe this is just me thinking because I haven't seen it recently. But um, See, my biggest problem with it is it could have been a hell of a lot better than it actually was. I feel like it had yeah. so much promise. The characters had were so interesting, so much potential. Yeah. It but all it did was not deliver, created a lot of plot holes. Um because I'm t- t- talking about it in terms of the actual whole MCU, yeah. what kind of impact they had on the MCU. What's that giant doing? I think if you don't have the Eternals, the MCU is better off, in my opinion. Yeah. I'm not texting, I'm just looking at my notes. <laughs> um, with um, Richard Madden as well as Icarus, they had so much potential to do such great work or such a great act and great character, and it just fell short. I do agree yeah. with that, but I don't hate Eternals. Anyway, let's go to your fourth one. Right. Um, the fourth one, I feel like nobody else is going to have on their list. I feel like this is quite an unpopular one. But um, Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Ooh, he, that he, is possibly. I'm sorry. That is the worst take I have ever heard. <laughs> Captain America, the Winter Soldier, is it's one of so the good. best MCU so films. It made, it made my top ten. 
I honestly it disagree. didn't make my top five, but it's one of the best. Really? Yeah. Bucky is a villain is amazing. The whole plot between um, the Shield and everything, Nick Fury is sick. Nick Fury in that film is probably his best appearance. I think Nick Fury the is the only redeeming quality. Of no, because the whole dynamic between Black Widow and Steve Rogers is amazing. I you think, I think Captain America him. is the most boring yeah, he... character in the whole of MCU. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> I do. He's a very jarring like guy. I talk more here about the button. You've got to redeem yourself here because this is the first episode. They've just met you and you're already saying Captain America is boring. Please tell he us is. why. He is so. Like, all he ever does is mind your language. I get that reference. Yeah, but Captain America is just I mean he's not my favourite, but I just think he's so cool. Like oh, no. he's kind of a staple of the superhero. He's, he's literally like yeah, but... the Avengers Assemble moment in Endgame is one of the best cinematic yeah, but... moments. When he gets me on there, oh my god. The thing is I just love chaos. You know that about me. Yeah. So Captain America embodies everything I can't stand in a hero. Just that goody goody must be perfect all the time. Yeah, I get that. I don't like him at all. I get that. He's probably my least favourite character. Uh, Let's just move on on to a choice that isn't going to make us you hated. Number three, this is where we appear um, together at the same time. I've got Ant Man and the Wasp. Um, Not it. See, I'm just going to quickly jump in. That's not in my least five. Uh, you're alone here, my friend. It's just not it. <laughs> it's a bit like me with Captain America. You're <laughs> sitting alone. I'm but I'm following the Wasp. I forgot it was a film. Yeah, honestly, it's, it's completely forgettable. Yeah. It's um, not good. But... No, in my head, Ant Man and Ant Man and the Wasp are the same film. The remember. only reason. No, Ant Man is good. Import, I, I like the original. I Ant-Man. still don't like it. The only reason there's any importance Ant Man and the Wasp is the quantum realm. It's the whole way yeah. they managed to come back and. Inv- Infinity War, but it's just it's so bad. I like I like Ant Man, the original one. I, think I love that film. Yeah, it, I think it's a good film. It doesn't quite make my top five, but it was close. Well, I, I think I personally think Ant Man and the Wasp um, basically does the same thing Thor does. It's just there to introduce plot points. It's, yeah. it's not there to actually yeah. be a good movie. Um, and I think that really shows. Yeah. Um, number two, Thor: Love and Thunder. It's got to be. Love for hate the film like the whole arc where he's trying to like the use his weapon the go- yeah the, <laughs> the, oh the please come back to me like a breakup that was so stupid I love yeah. the comedy aspect they took him for Ragnarok yeah but with Love and Thunder they just tried to make it too funny and it stupid. didn't work stupid like Zeus supposed to be the most powerful god of all time sitting there he's fat yeah. dancing with yeah. girls Zeus was made awful Her- the tease in Hercules the Roy Kent at the end mm-hmm. Roy Kent from Ted Lasso another show that we love uh, James hasn't watched it yet but it's a really good show um, that at the end was a bit weird the CGI was awful and also you have one of the best actors ever as the main villain Christian Bale yeah. and they did nothing with him no, barely any backstory. It's all to do with Thor and his weapon. No, I think it's stupid. Yeah. And the Jane Foster, I think the Jane Foster dynamic was the only bit of the story I liked. Yeah. Like her whole yeah. illness and dying. Yeah, and but then I still feel like because Natalie Portman didn't want to do it anymore, like they yeah. killed Jane off straight away and it just doesn't work. It just doesn't feel right but, to me. Yeah, Gore could have had the potential to be so good. I mean, Christian Bale, they were trying to get him in the MCU for so long. And they finally cast him, and they gave him such a minuscule role, and did nothing with it. And such a cool villain as well, like all the good butcher, a uh, god butcher, and his 
in himself in the comics is really good, but they're yeah, just completely. He could be him. a really cool uh, villain. I'm concerned here because we haven't heard the Hulk come out of your lips. That is the next one. So by any chance, is that at your bottom? Is yeah. that yeah. my yeah. least favourite film? Incredible Hulk. I just think for me the reason it doesn't get to the bottom is it doesn't have as much impact because okay you can just forget about the Hulk it doesn't matter yeah it's bad but it has no impact on the storyline you can just you can just skip it you don't have to watch it whereas Ant-Man and the Wasp you kind of have to watch to know about the concept it's sort of one of those films that you know that doesn't matter yeah exactly 4-2 you have to watch for the reality stone and I mean, That's obviously, it was made in 2008, so you can see the outdated. I mean, some of these yeah. movies were made recently, which just shows how bad mm. the studio can fall off. Yeah. But, um, so, James, you want to recap your five worst? Yeah, run? so um, from fifth to first, it goes to Eternals, Captain America, Winter Soldier, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Love and Thunder, and then Incredible Hulk. Wow. Well, that shocked me, Captain oh, America, Winter Soldier. I think that's got to be the most jarring statement. This is our first episode, and I think that'll be one of the most jarring statements ever made on this podcast in the history. Captain America being the worst captain in the MCU. Well, we're going to go with my five least favourites. I don't know if this is going to shock you, but we'll go from fifth to one. So at fifth place, I have Black Widow. No, I can see that. Ooh, see, I put it at medium. I put it medium. The only good thing about that film was Yelena. Well, yeah. <laughs> Yelena was the only good thing. She was such an amazing character. Florence Pugh is just hilarious. The villain was boring I remember yeah. Black Widow was just dry her character was so bad obviously everything that went with Scarlett Johansson suing Marvel because they weren't paying her and stuff it was clear that she didn't want to be in that film um, the dad I just felt like he was David Harbour I mean a great actor but I just felt he was really annoying I, I really enjoyed the dynamic between Black Widow and Yelena and the reason it's only in medium is because of the Paris Master that was so disappointing to all me. Same with the Red Room and Kingpin. I feel like the villain yeah, the let the film was down. Awful. I, I really don't get the whole... When I saw the trailer, I was like, oh my God, Taskmaster. One of like Black Widow's greatest enemy. Mm. It was a side villain that was a daughter of the villain and then she became a hero. Like, what? That's not Taskmaster. It was just so boring to me. I just... I found it jarring. Yeah, it's definitely not one of my least favourites, but I definitely yeah. see where you're coming from. Yeah. Um, I feel like we all have different tastes and stuff as well, and obviously some of the films we haven't watched as recent as others, so we may remember it differently. Yeah. Um, and then with fourth place, I've gone with Iron Man 3. Yeah, Mandarin. Yeah, yeah because god-awful, the Mandarin... Trevor. ...was absolutely... So the trailer, it seemed so cool, like a cool villain. And then you go into the film... And it's a, it's an actor, and it the villain was so bad. Um, I can't even remember the name of the actual villain. I forgot it. The guy. Oh, um, um, it's it's just unmem- unmemorable. The guy that kidnaps. I think he just called him Andrew. I don't know his actual no, name. No, no, no I know no, because he's like he Tony Stark's like business rivals playing the Mandarin. The actual villain never goes as the Mandarin at any point. No, because oh, he's the um, he's the guy who has like the uh, yeah, red heat powers, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. And he's just god awful. The villain is awful. I think Iron Man in that film is boring. I, uh, his the only motive thing... as well is one of the worst villain motives I've seen. Because Tony Stark blew him off. He didn't go meet him in a tower because he was having sex with a girl. <laughs> yeah. Um, the only thing... I'm pretty sure that's the one with the kid, isn't it? Isn't it? The snow one. Or is that Iron Man 2? It's Iron Man 3, isn't it? The Iron Man 2 is the snow one, yeah. Iron, the Man... Iron Man 3 is the one with the kid, isn't it? No... I must no, remember that's it, two, is 
I'm gonna have to Google this real quick. Because Iron Man. Oh, do you mean the uh, Harley, the kid with the potato fever? Yeah, yeah, it's Iron Man Three. Yeah, uh, it is Iron Man Three. So okay. that's the only dynamic I like to the film because I really like the Iron Man being like the mental role. Oh, of course it is because it's after the Avengers when he goes yeah. into the wormhole. So I really yeah, enjoyed so. that. Um, three is Four Love and Thunder. Yeah. Um, Again, I think that's the same for everyone. And it's just yeah. such for a me, before movie. that film, I loved Taika Waititi. I loved his films. I loved his acting. Uh, after that film, I actually kind of lost a bit of faith in Taika Waititi. I remember them announcing that he was writing Star Wars, a Star Wars film. And as a Star Wars fan, after watching Love and Thunder, I felt worried. I, I was really excited for Love and Thunder. Before it came out, it was one of my most anticipated films of 2022. It came out, and it was god-awful. I think... For a lot of people, after Infinity War, Endgame, Ragnarok, there was so much hype around that one film because you had no way home afterwards and it was such a big yeah. success. And then they went on to Fall Love and Thunder. It was but, like, this is going to be amazing. Christian Bale announced a good butcher. Uh, God Butcher. I'm doing it now yeah. as well. Christian Bale, um, my favourite Batman, yeah. one of my favourite actors of all time. Really excited for this film. I went into it, I was like, four, really love Ragnarok. I was excited to see Natalie Portman yeah. again. You know, right. excited to see all this dynamics. We come into it. No, we come into it, and it was like every. I was really excited for it. It was yeah. one of my most excited films. It, it, um, the big laugh. And, uh, it was just a big joke. Yeah. Four was an absolute joke, and I think that's why Chris Hemsworth took a break from acting, obviously as well because of what he was diagnosed with. But he said he would only come back if he's serious, and I lost a lot of faith in Taika Waititi after right. the film. Yeah. Let's not also mention that god awful CGI of Heimdall's son or whatever it is. Oh, oh my god. I can edit better also, CGI right also, now. Also, also, actually, 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 the scene where he gives all the kids the power for is wow, so, so stupid. You, why so can't you give, annoying. Why can't you give everyone the power for? Like, like James said, the Zeus was awful. I, I could rant about Fall Love and Thunder. Could you imagine all day, so in Wakanda, right? Infinity War, Wakanda, they go, I give you all the power for. Suddenly, Thanos doesn't stand a chance. Imagine Black Panther with the power of four. Exactly, it's yeah. stupid, man. It's I could so rant about Fall Love and Thunder so all day. Um, yeah. Let's just move on to my fourth, second pick, and that's Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Ooh. Which is an Ant-Man film. I it's can the third see one. why that's there. Um, yeah. I felt it really... Slow when I was watching the film, mm. I nearly fell asleep with the Kang dynamic. Uh, the mother, I did not care about any of her story, did not care at all. Um, Kang was god awful. I really enjoyed really? Kang. I enjoyed Kang in Loki. He who remains, I think Jonathan Major is a great actor. Yeah. He who remains version, really good. Yeah. Kang in Ant Man, he was just seen. I think it's the writer's problem, not the actor's problem. He just seems so. Boring. I still really enjoyed Kang. No, I found Ant-Man. him boring. I, the, his biggest problem was how weak he ended up being at the end, being defeated by Ants. I feel like that was Yeah, he was supposed was to be bad, built, He was supposed to be but, built up to be this big MCU villain and lose to Ant-Man. But, well, he's obviously not going to beat the other superheroes. But throughout the film, I actually enjoyed him. as a Modoc. Oh, oh my weird. god! <laughs> I mean, it was, was awful. Awful. It was, it, was, it was cool bringing back Yellow Jacket, but it was not. I think bad. it's just it was we'll go so into it later more of it, but I think it's just a proof of oversaturation mm-hmm. by Marvel that their CGI is just dropping. Yeah. They're trying to make too much products, so they're cutting yeah. budgets and then not just to mention, getting them out too fast. Not to mention, you say it's cool bringing back but yeah. Yellow Jacket, but where does ye- where, where does Yellow Jacket tie into Modok? It just doesn't. Yeah. No, it, it doesn't. doesn't. It's it's just they could have cast a really cool actor for Modok, and also. 
Yeah, Yellow Jacket's cool, but bring back a cooler villain. Yellow Jacket wasn't that good of a villain. I liked Ant Man one, but he was a boring villain. I isn't it in Winter Soldier where they Black Widow and Kevin May have to find that room with the guy in, and that's yeah, it's sort of their thing to Modok. Yeah, it's and Modoc. it's a completely different guy. It's the guy yeah. from Captain America: yeah. First Avenger, yeah. isn't it? The scientist. The scientist. Yeah. yeah. And then Modok becomes a normal American guy. Modok isn't American. Um, and it looks like they've got a picture of his head on PNG right? and just <laughs> expanded yeah. it. Yeah, am I being dumb? Is Murdoch Russian? Murdoch is Russian. It's Russian, yeah. not yeah. American. They found some random American guy. It made no sense how he become Murdoch because he went through the quantum realm or something. And then he got yeah. his big suit. And then he starts crying. And like, oh, typical Disney. I should be the hero now. Again, same problem with Ghost. Yeah. The yeah. film was just... Ruined Murdoch completely. It was just... And I didn't like Scott Lang in the film. And I didn't like the daughter either. Let's stop um, trashing on Ant-Man, please. And yeah. move on to so we'll move on to my least favourite, which is quite funny. For the Dark World. Yeah. It is a so Snorfest. I still like it. It is a Snorfest. Um, the villain, Malekith, like I said before, I touched on a little bit earlier, he was boring. I still think Malekith the, was boring, yeah. I'll give you that. The whole dynamic. I, I remember watching the film and like seeing Loki come back, and at that time I didn't know, I was like... What the hell? That's so stupid. I mean, now I'm happy for it because Loki's probably top oh, five favorite MCU he's characters for me. One you of know, the best. He's just a great character. His writing just Tom Hiddleston. They haven't they haven't done him do it in any situation. I don't think. No, no, he's such a but good. But for yeah, the Dark right. World, I just think the Jane, whole Jane Foster dynamic was so stupid. Mm. Um, they really, I don't get how it went on to Love and Thunder. Like Jane said, they obviously just wanted to cut her off. Yeah, but. Um, Dark World was just boring. I didn't I don't, like it. What I really didn't understand about that movie was the whole um, Aoife becoming the power stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the yeah, reality, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah the reality. They were yeah, obviously building up to Infinity War, the Infinity Stones, but I didn't get it. I didn't like no. that. Um, we do so like Marvel, so can we? Do you reckon we should show a bit of positivity? Yeah, I'm just going to recap my five least. Oh so yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, good. So five is Black Widow, and then Iron Man three, Fall of and Thunder, Ant Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, and Four. So there's the Dark only one film that shows up on both of us and on all mm-hmm. of us, and that's Love and Thunder. No, 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 no. Ant Man and the Wasp, isn't it? No, yeah, it's because I picked the third one. Yeah, it's oh, a different one. It's only Love and Thunder. It's only Love and Thunder, which we, I think everyone can agree yeah. that it was a bad film. Even Chris Hemsworth said, himself yeah. said he was embarrassed by the film. Yeah. Um, so, like you said, we do like Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> we don't hate it. So we're going to go into this a bit more positive on talking about what really set Marvel for us and why we love the MCU. So, TJ, can you give us your five favourite films from five to one? As we've already discussed, I'm not good with decisions. There was only seven or eight bad films to narrow it down between. So I wasn't doing too bad. Like, it wasn't awful. There were 20 good films for me to decide between here. This was painful. And then, after we made the decision... Sorry, I made my decision. You guys reminded me Spider-Man. Because they don't (laughs) drop in Disney Plus, so I didn't include them in my list. Yeah, he didn't realise it. He didn't think about Spider-Man when he was doing his list because he was going off the Disney Plus. None of us trying to remember what he watched. So after another hour, I already had Spider-Man on my list. You said oh, well, I didn't think about Spider-Man when I mentioned it. Huh? You said you hadn't thought about it when I mentioned it. Oh no, I didn't. No, but yeah, <laughs> we didn't. We all went from Disney Plus trying to remember what we were. Yeah, and obviously it's because it's, it's a different it. thing, yeah. isn't it? Alright, so number five, I have got Doctor Strange, the first one. Really? Yeah, Multiverse Madness wasn't great, but Doctor Strange. 
I'm I, making such a good character. And everyone got the opinion real quick. My vs. Madness isn't that bad. It's not that bad. I, no, I, put, I, it, like I put it Wanda. in the I like, yeah. I like Wanda. I like Doctor Strange. I like Shoshio Koma as well, however you say her name. Sorry if I mispronounced that. Um, I like American Chavez. I like the film. I just... It's not as good as what we're used to. I think Multiverse of Madness' biggest problem was one division. I yeah. set up if if it had just come straight after Endgame without. Yeah. But also, the bit I didn't like about the film was how they killed off the uh, Xavier Woods and everything. Yeah. Like Reed Richards, they built up so bad, so yeah. big. He come back and died like that. Like, well, to be fair, it's a separate death. universe. Yeah, it was, yeah. but yeah. it was how. just. It, it was silly to introduce these cool characters for a cool yeah. cameo and, and also to show how powerful one is. And to set them up in the future. Also, I feel like it got so much hate because of the fact that um, everyone thought they were going to be travelling in the versus and they didn't really travel in the versus yeah, that much. Yeah. But, um, and I think all the rumours with like, Tom Hanks coming in and Iron Man, it didn't do it any favours. No. no. Except for People just wanted another no I also think Kaisilius is a really cool villain, you know. Um, Ancient One had a cool bit of backstory that Mordo was a really interesting character, and I like the way Doctor Strange uses his intelligence twin rather than raw power against Dormammu. I thought that was quite interesting. Right, because obviously something they'll learn in the future. But Doctor Strange is one of your favourite characters, isn't he? He's up there, yeah. Yeah, he's got to be on the top. Okay, let's go for your fourth then. Number four is Black Panther. Now this. Yeah. This was one of the ones where I wasn't sure he was going to make my top really? five. Yeah, but I just think Killmong is a really good villain. I love my Charla. Excellent. Yeah. Chadwick Boseman, uh, rest in peace, but he was such an amazing Honestly, actor. I think that was, you know, and I don't. That was get, a massive loss. That was the saddest. I obviously yeah. didn't know it, but that was the saddest actor that I've ever felt. I mean, I just love it's, it's, with, it's up there with Alan Rickman for me. It was just yeah. so sad to hear he passed so young yeah. as well. And he had and such a good future in the MCU yeah. and we lost it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, I just think the film in general, really good. And Barbie, yeah. really funny. I enjoyed yeah. him. Yeah, it was on. It was in my top five to begin with. But yeah. Number three, No Way Home. Uh, Spider-Man did make it in. It took a while. But Spider-Man made his way in. No Way Home, I think, is just so good. I watched the amazing Spider-Man growing up. I've watched Sp- the Spider-Man, so Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man as well. And Green Goblin's an amazing villain. I love Doctor Octopus. Yeah. Not too thing of Electro Lizard, but, you know, they, they were interesting enough. And Sandman was kind of just there. I think Spider-Man is just a hero that resonates with... Because all, all of us are relatively young. I think... It resonates with a lot of us. Yeah. They struggles with being I, a teenager. I just think they did really well at finding that balance of um, fan service yeah. and making a good story. They didn't yeah. oversaturate yeah. anything. And it it and, went really well. And I do really enjoy Tom Holland's Spider-Man. Not yeah. to mention Doctor Strange showed up. You know, I'm not going to complain. A lot of people have been like, um, he wouldn't be that reckless. This is a man that crashed his car... Because he was texting while driving. Yeah. He would be that The whole reckless. point of Doctor Strange 1 was that he was reckless. Yeah. But then also you'd think he would know from Infinity War. But... Yeah, but he's not Strange Supreme anymore. Doesn't True. have that power. True. And then number one, which is why Love and Thunder was such a big letdown for me, Ragnarok. I just think Number one? Perfect. There's no Infinity War, no Endgame. No. Infinity War. Oh, wait, I, I skipped straight past number two, which it was Infinity War. I was going to say, no <laughs> Infinity no War. Endgame, There's no, 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 no Okay, no. you get Endgame, 
it's still shocking, but no Infinity War Endgame is completely dark. Right, we'll, we'll go back to number two. We'll go back to number two. Can I have just skipped it? Number two is Infinity War. I think this, it set the stakes really well. It kind of set this thing of you don't know who's coming back. You, we knew some people were going to come back. We knew it wouldn't be. They'd yeah. kill off 90% of all the young people they had coming in, yeah. especially Spider-Man, Black Panther, the massive properties they were bringing into it. But I think it, they did really well. Loki's death was sad. Um, they, I think that was a really Spoilers. good death. If they haven't watched Infinity War yet. Yeah, if you haven't watched Infinity War, yeah, what are you doing watching this fault. episode? Yeah. This is the MCU, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, but my biggest problem with Endgame is, like, I think it's a really good film. But I don't know, it just doesn't feel as much of a climax as Infinity War to me. There, there were a lot yeah, of good yeah. moments in it, but I just think Infinity War ran a lot smoother. There was so much more action in it, obviously, because oh, she's going around collecting all the power stones. And the death just felt a bit more sentimental. Obviously, Iron Man's death in Endgame was upsetting. No one wanted to see him die, but we kind of all expected it. Yeah. yeah. And Black, Pido, uh, Black Widow, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Black Widow. Black Widow was kind of one maybe yeah. you didn't know if you would or wouldn't. And apart from that, I couldn't really name anyone off the top of my head that died in Endgame. Yeah. Because Steve doesn't die, he just becomes an old man. But they do get rid of him. Yeah, but he's, he's still kicking Plus, around. James would enjoy that. Yeah. Good, but what do you learn? Yeah. <laughs> but like... That's bad. Yeah, I think Red Skull, uh, Red Skull was a really good cameo in Infinity War. Yeah. And I just think they yeah. did really well with it. Yeah. And then, yeah, Ragnarok's my favourite. Uh, I think the comedy's on point. I love Korg and Meek. I think Korg That's... is so funny. Let's start a revolution. <laughs> it's just, it, Loki is amazing. The way he goes from, like, fighting Hela. It's just like, I swear I left him right here. It's like a yeah. massive I, I love Ragnarok. It was actually originally my top five, but it's not in there anymore. No, I just, but I do love the film. I just think Hela's a really cool villain. Yeah. You know, extremely powerful. I think... Four was really good in it. I think Loki was amazing. I think it's one of my favourite things I've seen Loki in. Valkyrie was a good addition. I loved the Grandmaster. Yeah, Hulk. I, I even enjoyed it. I'm not a massive fan of the Hulk. I don't think he's that good of a character. But in Ragnarok, yeah. I think he was really good. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. agree with that. I agree. Yeah, that's a good list. Uh, do you want to recap it then? So, Doctor Strange, Black Panther, No Way Home, Infinity War not being missed this time, and Ragnarok. Okay, so now let's go with James's top five favourites, and as we've learned, he uh, makes them quite jarring lists, so I'm very interested to learn his. See, I thought mine was going to be a big shocker, but it's actually not a million miles away from yours. No. Nah. Um, so number five, I do have Endgame in there. Good. Um, yeah. I think it's just such a unique capture of so many villains, villains and heroes. In it was one sort place. of like the end of the MCU. Fun. That's it. it, it I think the only the only battle fight I've ever seen that I think captures like a massive group against a massive group better is Lord of the Rings in my opinion. Um I just really enjoyed We go for Marvel fans. Marvel fans are attacking James. Oh yeah, I'm gonna be in the bin. I can I can see why it's there. I'm not mad about it. I put it in the good list. You know, it's a calculation of twenty films at the end of the day. It's really good. It's a good film, it's not bad. They don't Um, I think time travel kind of brings it down a bit for me. Anything that uses time travel kind of just Mm. seems like a cheap option. I know obviously it's really well explained. But it makes sense though, doesn't it, for the story. It's not that it doesn't make sense. In the original comics. In general, time travel, rewinding time, it's 
That's it's such an easy way to fix that. Just a bit yeah. of a cop. Yeah, it's same yeah, 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 as I get what you mean. I get what you mean. Anytime you rewind time for me, it's just. Yeah, I get what you mean. But then I also enjoy some time travel to see the past. Like, I really enjoyed mm. the Loki bit. I did enjoy yeah. the explanation, yeah, just... though. I, I thought, um, like, War yeah, Machine's Hulk. little. Yeah. And then, Hulk, <laughs> and then Hulk explaining that's not how it works. This isn't yeah. a movie when it is a movie. Yeah. Again, nothing. Yeah. Uh, four four joke. Anyway, yeah, yeah. So number four is the Endgame counterpart. It's Infinity War. Yeah. Um, I do really enjoy Infinity War. I think just yeah. like I said, I love chaos. Just watching yeah. everybody die and just the pure <laughs> chaos that causes. I don't know why. About James I things. love it. Mm. I love it. Um, I live for it. Honestly, um, I won't touch on that one too much because we've already covered quite yeah. a lot. Yeah. So I'll move on to the next one that I'm not going to cover too much. Um, no Way Home. Yeah. Again, it's just... I love Spider-Man as a character, which is quite ironic considering I, I don't like like the pure friendlyhood. Yeah. Friendly stuff. yeah. But Spider-Man is a lot more immature. He's a lot more... He makes mistake. a lot of mistakes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot more prone to a mistake. Um, yeah, number two is Thor Ragnarok. So, just quickly to touch on that real quick, you don't like a character that can do everything, right? They have to have growth. Oh, yeah, definitely, yeah. Someone who makes mistakes, and I agree with that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Something that, um, with Captain Marvel, I would just quickly say is, you know, the character learns to take their ability straight away, and that just bores me. I like yeah. a character that struggles and actually is relatable to the audience. 110%, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. even though these guys have superpowers, they're still human beings, so... Yeah. Well, most of them. So, they're relatable. But one, you definitely want to see them be able to you know, kicks. Yeah. Yeah, kicks. You definitely want there to be yeah. a little bit of growth there because it's boring to just watch them instantly be able yeah, to Instantly be able to beat everyone, you know. It's, it's, it's really boring. But continue on why I was right about Four Red Rock. You know, I like to hear that I'm right. So, so you know, put number Four Red Rock, good. Number this one. is number two. Number four. two. I'm quite surprised you didn't see this come in because Thor is my favourite character and Ragnarok is a big reason why. Yeah. Um, I love the idea of Thor. Like, I'm big into Greek, Greek mythology yeah. as well, so Thor, even before the MCU, I loved. Um, but Thor Ragnarok is just a perfect portrayal of the character. It's exactly like the growth from him in, from the Thor films up to Ragnarok is just insane, I think. Um, and then number one. Shang-Chi, Legend of the Ten Rings. See, this is one that I was I predict. I, I was predicting this. Yeah. Like, if you didn't know James, you wouldn't predict it. No. But uh, again, this is this a movie. A, I so. feel like this is an unpopular. This is unpopular this is an unpopular opinion. Yeah. Um. So, please tell us why. I just think it's an absolutely gorgeous movie. I think the scenery in it is unreal. I love yeah. the Ten Rings as a weapon. They're so unique. You like, it's so hard to make a unique weapon because at the end of the day, it's a powerful weapon. It's a hammer, it's a sword, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's a bow, mm. whatever. The Ten Rings, I think, are so unique. I love the, char yeah. the character of Shang-Chi. Uh, I love the dad as a villain. He's such a good villain. Mm -hmm. And the way that character arc at the end where he goes, oh, wait, no, I've really messed up here. I need to try and s save this. It's obviously, it doesn't manage to, which I quite like as well. Um, and he dies, makes that sacrifice and inspires Shang-Chi. Yeah, but again, this has been out for a while, guys. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> we won't put a spoiler on at the start of the video, but guys, you know that's going to be spoilers. The funny well. part here is that is a spoiler because I haven't seen it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> 
We totally forgot it's the James only MCU movie I have in my life. We forgot that T-Day hasn't seen oh, yeah. TNT, so um, do you think now moves the ending? Um, well, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, but it's my fault. Well, I mean, now it's been two, three years. Yeah, exactly. It's been two, three years. I haven't seen it yet. So. I absolutely love like the hidden village and everything like that. The two sides of the yin and the yang. I think it's classic. Yeah. I think it's an amazing movie. Love it. Okay. Right, well, let's go into mine, which I feel like you're not going to. Wait. Mine's quite. Do you want to just recap your five? Oh yes. Sorry. Yeah, recap. Oh yeah. So recap. So five Endgame. Four, Infinity War. Three, No Way Home. Two, Ragnarok. One, Shang-Chi. There we go. Okay. Uh, my five favourites. I don't know if Tito's seen my phone because he's sort of relaxing. Really no, no. Okay, good. Um, so, the fifth one might be the one that surprises you, but other than that, it's quite similar to your guys. Yeah. Um, just in different orders. Uh, five is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Don't surprise me at all. Why not? No, that's a really That was close to making yeah. mine. Yeah. Um, really good. I loved the Rocket Raccoon story. Um, I thought it was the best Guardians by far. James Gunn was obviously getting ready to close out the Guardians story. He said it was going to be amazing. Um, you know, I predicted them to die. I think someone died. Didn't, no, Star-Lord just left, wasn't it? They all left. They kind of like disbanded him. Yeah. yeah. Um, Could Rocket found the Obviously, James Gunn was going on to the DCU, so he wanted to go out with a bang. Mm. Uh, with a bang. Um, I just love the art. Rocket Raccoon story was amazing to me. They really, I like the character in the first two, but they really... Made that character into one of my favourites in the MCU, which is yeah. really shocking. Backstory is great. Uh, the uh, what's his name? The High Evolutionary. Great, great villain. villain. I thought he yeah. was better than Kang. No, genuinely I genuinely thought he was better than Kang. Yeah, I was so close to putting it up there yeah. as well. It's just such a good movie. Rocket's death. Uh, Rocket's death. Rocket's whole story is really sad. And I was a bit worried going into it because we knew it was going to be mainly about Rocket. And I was yeah, like, we saw the trailers and we knew I'm it was going to be sad. I'm not sure how that's going to go. T- and also, and it was just so good. TJ is a person who, when his favourite characters die, likes to cry the films. So he wasn't very excited yeah. to we go into the films. We will touch on this more in a future date. But every time I have a favourite character, God, dead. No matter what. Maybe one or two films that uh, stand test of time. But it is so annoying. You get attached to a character so and So if you like your character in a show, guys, uh, don't let TJ be your favourite. Because if he announces it in the podcast, then you're screwed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I won't, t- I won't go too much on it. But I just thought it was a great film. Yeah. 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 Um, I agree. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, number four is Endgame. Yeah, yeah. Really, I'm not really, mad about yeah, yeah. it. Really enjoyed the um, whole film. You know, I really liked the time travel. I liked the battle. Um, I did not like the corny female scene. I really liked it in Infinity War. I thought they did it perfectly. Where it was three strong females. I like, you know, I don't like, I don't like, dislike strong females. I dislike it. Again, we'll go into a future episode. Mm. It being poorly written, and that scene was just so forced. I think there just all of them just combining yeah. together. The first one where it was like, I think it was Wanda, wasn't it, or like a Koye Wanda, and Black Koye Widow, and Black Widow, and when yeah. they were like, she's got me, and then they stuff like that was so cool to yeah. me. I was like goosebumps, and then that second one, they were like, she's not alone, and they all just come. It just seemed yeah. really corny. But yeah, it was just really I mean, forced. There were so many characters that didn't need to be, be there. There's massive war going on, but suddenly every single fu- female in, within a 10 mile radius is free to do this yeah, one. Spider Man's supposed to be the strongest hero. How are you going to get through them? You get characters like Gamora and Valkyrie, like, don't worry. And I'm then you've got characters like 
um, Pepper Potts showing up out of nowhere. I don't <laughs> mind Pepper Potts as a character. But Why how is she, is she on that battle Spider-Man? Man? She's never used the Iron Man suit before. Yeah. How, Why is she Again, there? another another thing that I'll touch into three with Trevor's like second round. I don't like them just being like, oh, we're better. Um, like, the whole thing with the um, MCU is I don't get how Spider-Man is weaker than Pepper Potts. Pepper Potts is there purely to watch Iron Man die, and they put her in the female scene just to kind of add the a bit ones, extra. They had a really good yeah, female scene. Yeah. When Wanda yeah. faced off with Thanos, yeah. amazing scene. Shows yeah. true power. Wanda was the only one who was really powerful enough to fight her. Fight yeah. him. We learned that in Marty vs. Madness. Um, she really could be the next villain. But She's dead. It, yeah, I know. They have confirmed <laughs> it recently. But it was an amazing scene. But I won't touch too much on it. I really enjoyed the Captain America lifting me on the scene. I thought it was a great captivating moment. Reference to Civil War. On the um, left. Yeah. <laughs> thought it was a great, I just thought it was a great film. Um, third, Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah, third on all of our lists for a yeah, reason. Spider-Man so No Way Home, it's so good. Um, yeah. Maybe some people don't like the much of fan service, but I've always loved Spider-Man, like, yeah. like I've said. I've just always resonated with the character. I've loved the villains. Um, I really loved the Tobey Maguire, and my favourite Spider-Man is Andrew Garfield. Yeah. Um, so I really loved them. I thought Electro was safe. Electro was such yeah. a villain that had such great um, potential, and he was so bad in the Amazing Spider-Man too. And in this film, they really saved his character, and I really enjoyed that. Um, I won't touch too much on it, but Green Goblin again, amazing villain, William Defoe. It was just a perfect yeah. film. Um, Avengers: Infinity War, number two. Yeah. Uh, I went to watch this in cinema with TJ. This was actually my first proper introduction to the MCU. Like, this I watched the, the film first before film that. I watched in cinema. Yeah, um, I watched them before that. I never really liked the MCU. I saw the trailer for Infinity War, which I know is quite jarring because you haven't really watched it. And I thought, wow, this looks really good. So I watched all the MCU films before. Um, got really hyped about it. Went to watch Infinity War. The film was just amazing. I loved the start scene. Cried at Loki's death, nearly, because Loki was just one of my favourite characters. Again, um, the end scene where all of them died, I thought that was a really cool and unique way to end the movie. Most movies don't do that. Probably why I don't like Endgame as much, because they sort of spring them back. But obviously, you can't kill the characters off. Um, even though that would have been the most fog way ever for a studio to end the film by just killing them all. But yeah, yeah I just thought it was a really good film. I won't touch on it too much. Um, and number one is Black Panther. Yeah, I, I can see why it's up there. I've just always, I've always loved the film when it first came out. Um, you know, TJ touched on this bit before. Killmonger, probably my favourite MCU villain. He was, he really does. I love, so I love T'Challa. Um, I love just the whole dynamic of the film, the whole um, story. I thought Killmonger was so well written. The whole story was so well written. The final fight scene was perfect. Yeah. The way they killed off Killmonger, really got He's not a fan of that. But um, it was just so much better, and that's why the second one was such a disappointment for me. There is just yeah. one film I want to touch on because it's not been included in any list. I think fairly so, but it gets a lot of hate. And regarding your point on the females um, being some scenes being too forced, I think Miss Marvels, not Miss Marvel, the Marvels even. Yeah, this was actually was a topic so I had. Better. Yeah, I had a topic for this. Yeah. Um, I literally had it on one of my yeah. notes here. Is it overhated? I think, yeah. I, I think, think it's better than Captain Marvel. Yeah. I think... I think with the Marvels especially, I think it's the best female-made product that MCU released today at really? this point. I, I, I would go as far as to say that. 
I think it's yeah. really good. I, I think the comedy's really good. I think Miss Marvel's really good in it. I think Captain Marvel herself is a lot better than she is. I don't remember uh, the villain. The other, um, one I'm forgetting all with a K. It's they're from the um. She's she's a Cree. Yeah, they're from the Cree. Yeah. It's the female that's trying to um, siphon worlds. Because she's trying oh, to bring yes, the world yeah, yeah. back. I don't Talk think about Cree, actually. Villain. I forgot to mention Will Poulter's character quickly from Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 3. Also yeah. another great addition to the MCU. But I, I just think, as well, they do a really good job at limiting Captain Marvel's powers without it being silly. With yeah. the Eternals, where it's like, oh, we didn't intervene because we weren't allowed to. Like, we got told no. I'm not being funny. It's a life-limiting event that's going to stop celestials. That is when you intervene. That's yeah. the whole reason you're well, yeah. it. Exactly. Yeah. But Captain Marvel, the way their powers kept swapping because they were interlinked, I think that was a really good design. It limited Captain Marvel so that she couldn't just beat the yeah. villain straight away. Which is, you know, I really, well you know, some of the characters, some of my favourite characters in media, you know, are strong females. I really enjoyed Black Widow. I really enjoyed Vi. I really enjoyed Leia, one of my favourite characters. Mm-hmm. I enjoy, you know, obviously some people don't like, but I enjoy Padme. But like characters like Rey, you know, um, Ray, uh, who was the other ones we were talking about? Um, characters like Ray. Um, what was the ones we were just talking about? I mean, we were talking about the Marvels here. Yeah, but when we were talking about poorly written and characters, Pepper Potts. Um, yeah, Pepper Potts and like the stuff like that. The Wasp, just poorly written she characters. Hulk. Yeah, She-Hulk, just characters that aren't given the development. Like She-Hulk is such mm. a great character in the comic books. I really enjoy She-Hulk, the lawyer dynamic. But in this film, in this show, she's just boring. I'll touch on that more. Probably yeah. shouldn't go too much. But yeah, I enjoy the Marvels. Um, yeah. Favourite scene has got to be when the cats eat all the humans. Yeah. Or the fur yeah. can do That's the funny yeah. when they that have to collect, collect other people. That's hilarious. No, no, no. <laughs> um, and then, um, so now we're going to, I'm going to ask you, your three favourite shows and your three least favourite shows. I've asked you to conduct a list, both of you, before the show. Tina, we started with you last time, didn't we? So we will start with James if you want to go for your least favourite shows, three to one. Okay. Um, I feel like this one's relatively normal okay. for me. Um, so my third least favourite is She-Hulk. Um, there were parts of it I enjoyed, mm-hmm. I have to be honest. Um, which is why it's only number three, but as a whole, pretty awful. Especially um, the ending. I think the ending is so forced, so badly written. There's so much you can say about She-Hulk. So yeah. much. Um, number two is Secret Invasion. Yeah. Didn't enjoy it at all. Uh, I don't even know what they're trying to achieve with it. I'm just yeah. just another Marvel. They're, they're just trying to set up that idea that. Scrolls could be anywhere. They just do it yeah. so poorly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, and then number one, Falcon and Winter Soldier. That's fair. Yeah, don't like um, either of the characters. Don't have any interest in the show. That's crazy. Um, me and James actually have the same list, but in oh. different order. Sixty-seven oh. percent on my list. So two out of the three are exactly the same as James's. Okay. So and the only reason it's not the exact same is I haven't watched Hulk. Okay. So James, recap yours. Yeah. So. Three to one, it goes She-Hulk, Secret Invasion, Falcon and Soldier. Now, before I go I through... just quickly want to, sorry, today, okay. you off. Mm-hmm. I just quickly want to say, before we start today's list and my list, all three of us have not watched Echo, so this is not included yeah, in this list. Echo. Um, none of us have watched Echo. We will watch it, 
and let us know. We'll let you know our thoughts. We haven't watched any of that. Oh, and TJ has not watched She-Hulk. But other than that, we are all caught up in the MCU shows products. TJ, you can go with what you're saying. Uh, so now, before I get into this, no hate, please, because this was the most painful decision I had to make out of all of them. Okay. Because I haven't watched She-Hulk, I was left with Loki, Miss Marvel, What If, One Division, Moon Knight, and Hawkeye, and one of them had to make my bottom three. Okay. So that decision in Some itself, none of them deserve to be in the bottom three. And James is looking at me like he's going to kill me because he knows exactly what is going to come out That's of my mouth. I feel like a lot of people no will disagree with our list, which is crazy because we Moon like Knight. It's yeah. my number three. Moon Knight. Moon Knight. <laughs> and I have my reason. That's almost as bad as Captain America being the worst I have MCU character. character. I have That's almost reason. as bad as James's opinion. I oh think One Division is really well written. I think they do really good. It's a bit janky at the start and you're not sure where it's going, but they do really well with her oh, character. Really and I like Agatha. The same. I can't believe it. What If I think is really good. Miss Marvel's amazing. I love Loki. Hawkeye's really good. Moonlight is really good. And like I say, it's there because it has to be because I have no other option other than a couple that wow. do Because I didn't have She-Hulk and we haven't watched that wow. so we can't speak on that. I just, I think it's really good. I love the villain. I love the character itself. I just think for me, it doesn't go as high as the others. Yelena and Kate Bishop's dynamic and Hawkeye puts it above it. WandaVision is above it because I just love Wanda and Vision, both his characters in themselves. And I just think uh, Agatha is a really good villain. Uh, what If is really good. Miss Marvel, Loki, all really, really good. And I just couldn't put any of them above. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, it's not enough reason in my opinion, but anyway, it's a reason. So let's go with your number two. Uh, well, the other two, if any of you can do a bit of quick math, is the exact same as James's Secret Invasion and number two. I think it's god-awful. Um, Amelia Clark is one of the best actresses I've ever watched, and they had her, and they put her in that. <laughs> they did that with her. It's almost as bad as what they did with her in season eight of Game of Thrones. It's almost which as bad Which we won't as go into, because James will go on a massive rant. We'll talk about that on a different episode <laughs> for James' rants. <laughs> It's almost as bad as what they did with Christian Bale and Fallout. Yeah, Wonder. exactly. It's great actor. Another case of really good talent, awful writing, ruins it. Yeah. And then number one, unlike James, I really love Captain America. I think he's an amazing hero. I think he stands for exactly what a hero should. And just, I think he's really well written. But Falcon and the Winter Soldier was the worst thing I've ever watched MCU-wise. Yeah. I would put it below... Hulk, 4-2, Ant-Man and Wash. I hated it with a wow. passion. I don't hate it that much. Uh, I hate John, whatever his name is. Yeah, Falcon I actually I quite liked as a character, but I thought he was awful. Winter Soldier wasn't the same. I don't think he's as good without his dynamic with Captain America. Yeah. And Zemo was the only redeeming light. Zemo was the only reason I could stomach it. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah so, so Moon Knight, Keeper Invasion... Falcon Winter Soldier. Okay, right. um, so my list is the exact same as James's, like I said, in different order. In third place is the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. I The only one not putting it rock bottom. I did yeah. not like the show. I didn't like the villain. I thought the villain was boring. Mm. Um, I It wasn't amazing, I must admit. The only re- redeeming qualities I have for me is that I really enjoyed Bucky as a character. Bucky is probably one of my favourite MCU characters. Yeah. Maybe that's a bad opinion. Um, I agree post 
Uh, Pre-end game, post-end game, we've not said. I still but disagree. I, I, I at any point. James just hates Captain America. Anything <laughs> Captain America, he's gone. He, he hates Captain it. Captain Britain on the other hand. I didn't like it. I didn't like that John guy, like he said. The villain was bad. I, I liked the best friend dynamic of John when he died. That was pretty good. Um, the awful writing for that character when he tried to kill. I mean, the girl trying to... What she's trying to assemble that bad team, isn't it, to fight the young Avengers. Thunderbolts. The Thunderbolts, yeah. Yeah. To fight the young Avengers. God, she was awful. Just yeah, the show was awful. They've already touched on it. Uh, I'm gonna go with number two and that's Secret Invasion. Number two. Villain everywhere. Villain awful. Amelia Clark, so underused. Badly used. Nick Fury, whip apart from Captain Marvel, after Endgame, is god awful. They do not know what to do with that character anymore. Yeah. They've just tried to change him into a scroll in Far From Home, and they've just ruined his character. I completely agree. I, I, it's not what Nick Fury stands for. I don't get the whole scroll dynamic. Maybe that's just me, but I just don't like Nick Fury. Um, no. I really enjoyed him in Falcon in the uh, Winter Soldier. Even in Far From Home, he seemed okay. Yeah. And, t- and then you find he, out they reveal the scroll, it and it's just like, well, that's not Nick Fury, no. so I'm not. You know, this is a character that they've built up for 12 years. Yeah, People are attached to the character, attached, and then suddenly it's no longer that character. Well, mm-hmm. Why do I care? I don't care about these scrolls. Amelia Clark. why would I care about her story? Her, I've just met her, you don't even explain it very well. Like, yeah, she's no. part of a bad organisation. I haven't even finished it. And then we know what's number no. one. Uh, <laughs> number one, not to anyone's surprise, She-Hulk. It is atrocious. It is so bad at questioning. It has one of the worst finales I have ever seen. And I've seen Game of Thrones and How I Met Your Mother finales. Um, <laughs> the show... The, uh, I don't like the way she has her powers. I don't like how Hulk is perceived in the show. They make Hulk look like a little child. No. When the whole point... I mean, my favourite Hulk was definitely Thor Ragnarok. Endgame, didn't enjoy Hulk. No. Um, pre-Endgame. I was really excited for Presser Hulk, but I just thought he was boring. Um, so. I didn't like any of the story. The whole mixed messaging of, oh, all men are pigs. Yeah, fair enough. We can touch on that. But then she twerks in the next episode with Me- Megan Stallion. That is... Wh- how does that make any sense? The mixed messaging is awful. The only bit I enjoyed was Daredevil, and even he was god-awful, but I just love to see Daredevil back. Um, and the finale with Scar. God-awful. The villain... What the hell was that villain? The CGI was atrocious. Just, yeah. I can say so much. I mean, the best friend to her, whatever it is, that guy in the office. Oh my God. One of the worst characters ever. He's just a big sleazebag. But you don't get any reason why. I love character. If you give me a reason why that character's like that, then fair enough. He should definitely be like that. But no, he's just a sleazebag. Why? Because he's a man. Because of the focus of it. It's just literally, yeah. It's just so bad. I can talk about She-Hulk for hours, but we won't go into that because again, we do like Marvel, so we will go into positive stuff. So we're now going to go into our three favorite shows, and we're going to start off with TJ. TJ, if you want to give us your three favorite shows, Um, if you don't mind, I'd actually quite like to hear yours first. Why mine? I think yours is going to be interesting. I want to hear yours. Why do you want to hear mine first? We'll go with you. Okay, I'll start first because I haven't started first. Um. My third favourite is Moon Knight. Okay. 
Love say? the character, love the dynamic. I don't hate the show, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't get it wrong. Hater, I hater, don't hater, hate me. Hater, hater. I like hater. I watched it on the plane back from Mexico and I thought it was really good. It was a good way to spend the six hours I couldn't move. <laughs> it was a really that's, good again, show. Again, such a bad statement of no, it. But it was just a really good show. It's only because the options were so limited for me and the other options were so good, I just couldn't put it any higher. Okay. I really enjoyed the... Two character dynamic between Mark and I can't remember the other one. Steve. Steve. See? Um, Steve hate it. I know this fact. No, it's I good. just haven't watched it since it released. Um, I really enjoyed that dynamic. Um, I enjoyed Scarlet Scarab. Thought she was a great hero. Again, another representation of being able to write a strong female without look at me, I'm more powerful than you because I'm a female. Great character, great writing. Um, I really love the show. Um, I loved Oscar Isaac. I love him in. Uh, Spider-Man into Spider-Verse and all that and it's probably one of my only bits I like about the Star Wars sequels um, yeah I just thought it was a really great show I can touch on it a bunch more but the suit to me was so cool I love the suit I love the action scenes I love the dark theme it had yeah. it was the first like dark proper dark project we've had in the MCU which I really enjoy um, I really like the villain I'm forgetting yeah. the actor's name uh, it's like Ethan Hawke or something well, he's like, I, he's, I think he's like no. dad of Maya Hawke from Strange Things. No. Okay. Um, but yeah, really good villain. Yeah, the show was just great. Yeah. Um, number two is Loki. Yeah. Loki, yeah. probably top five MCU characters for me. Love Tom Henderson. Love the character. Really enjoyed Sylvie. Again, really enjoyed He Who Remains in the first season. Really enjoyed that character. Um, just a great representation of what you can do with Kang. Um, season two, I haven't finished yet, but still really loving it. And that just shows how... Yeah, I haven't finished it. What? I haven't finished season two. Wait, oh my one? God. No, I haven't finished season two. How? I just, it's so I just good. got busy. It'll put it number one. It I got busy. So good. I got busy. I need to finish it. I've got the story is amazing. Yeah, I've seen all of that. But it just shows how... It represents how good the show is to me, the fact that it's second, and I haven't even finished season two. But you need to finish season two. I will finish season really two. Like, after this episode, I'll go finish season two. That's what you're going to make me do now. Um, forget Avatar. We're going to watch Loki. Um, and then number one. <laughs> I'm going to get so much hate for this. I haven't finished season two of Loki, so it might change. I'm going to get an astronomical amount of hate, but it's Hawkeye. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. <laughs> I feel like people are going to hate me. Unless we're just completely out of touch. Unless we're out of touch, I feel like I'm going to get a lot of hate. Hawkeye, great show. Um, Hawkeye, to mm. me, is such a boring character. Yeah. I don't hate him. He is such a boring character Like in the comics. He's literally the Aquaman of the Avengers. But somehow they managed to make the character so interesting in the show. Yeah. I really enjoyed Kate Bishop's dynamic. Again, another representation of how to write a strong female character. She has struggles, doesn't know what she's doing. But still manages. But, but that's but it. she's new to the superheroing. She, it's it. not like she comes into it and oh, I know what to do instantly. Like She-Hulk, yeah. she learns this, through the episode because of Hawkeye mentors her. This is a problem. Sorry. <coughs> um, it's not a case of having to write a strong female character. It's just a strong character. That's exactly how you write a strong yeah, character. Yeah, it's not strong male or female. It's whether the characters are poorly written, and that's my point. Yeah. And like, I'm sure females. You know, I just think it's a bad representation of females in general. Like the whole thing of She-Hulk. I really wanted She-Hulk to be a character. Like, I thought the show dynamic when I heard about it was going to be She-Hulk gains her powers. She's going to be mentored by Hulk. 
Hulk will teach her how to use her powers in that way. That's what the trailer looked like. And she'll become a great hero. No. Hulk is an absolute bum in that show. <laughs> With back of the shield. He's god awful. Hulk is god awful, okay? Hulk is god awful, right? She Hulk. We can do a whole episode of She Hulk. She Hulk is god awful. She tells Hulk, no, I'm better than you. You don't know what you're saying. She's better than Hulk. Just so stupid. I, I can go Whenever on forever. Whenever females are mentioned in a one's podcast, go on it's just going to be She-Hulk. I could say an absolute amazing scene for no reason. I don't know why I love it so much. It's when the, the Yelena is eating the mac and cheese. I yeah, hate mac Yelena, and cheese. Yelena, I forgot about Yelena. It's so funny to me. When she's just there, like, she just breaks it up. makes herself mac and, and cheese. And it's hilarious. And then we're going to go presentation. Like, you want it for right, all day. Number one, please. But um, that was number one. And then Kingpin bringing Oh, Kingpin, yeah, of course it was. Bringing Kingpin back. Okay. Great villain, really excited. Um, Echo, we saw her a bit. Haven't watched the show. Um, let's know down in the comments below if it's worth watching. But we'll have to give it a try. Give us your recap then. Okay, so my recap is third Moon Knight, second Loki, first Hawkeye. So my third, I feel is the only. I and say it's only controversial. Leg. Moon Knight was the controversial choice purely because I haven't watched. I think the most controversial choice I could have made. I think the most controversial opinion is still James's Captain America, worst character in the MCU, <laughs> no, is an absolutely jarring statement. Now, obviously, we weren't. I don't know if we were counting Agent Carter, Agents of Shield. No, I didn't count. So them. I didn't count them in the list because they probably yeah. would have taken over Moon Knight. Now I'm thinking about it. Because they weren't I, I didn't enjoy the latest seasons of Agents of Shield. Agent Carter would. I never watched it. Really that good. I watched it, it wasn't awful. Mm. I mean, it wasn't like Secret Invasion level bad. But Agents of Shield I liked. It wasn't the first the few seasons, but the latest seasons are really bad. Um, so my third is what if. So it was between this and One Division for me. Okay, Hawkeye's yeah, really fine. good. I respect that. But I just third. think what. Yeah. yeah, third. I just think with okay. what if they were able to do so much. A way to really express yourself creatively-wise. You can come up with whatever you want. Nothing's off the table. It's animated. Doesn't matter what you do here. It's a different universe. Have you seen season two yet? I haven't. I haven't I've seen season two. Heard it Never better than they would give credit for. I haven't seen season two. I haven't seen it. Maybe we have to watch season two. But wow, we all haven't seen it. Season one was just so good. I love Strange Supreme. Yeah. I think yeah. he was a really good character, especially at the end. You know, Killmonger becoming Black Panther, um, the way he did, I just think... I mean, they did sound a bit dirty yeah. in the Guardians episode, but one character isn't going to ruin everything for me. Yeah, I, I, I didn't hate Captain Carter as a character. I'm glad we got Captain America. I hated him versus a madness. Yeah, in Multiverse of Madness, it was really? another thing of, I'm a female. Yeah, I think it's right, everyone yeah. loved doing yeah. a what-if show, so they just decided they to, tried bring to bring her in. in. And like because of the fan service and it just didn't work out. But I, I just think in general, really good. It gives them a lot of options moving forward. Yeah. Um, number two, and this, a lot of people hate on this. I'm not sure why, but Miss Marvel, I think it's so good. Yeah, I, it's, I, I it's not in my top three, but it's, it's really good. I, like it, I yeah. love the dynamic she has with everyone she meets. They're not really a character she meets mm. where I think. Doesn't really have much chemistry there. I and think it's really because it well. come out around the same time as She Hulk, so people yeah. were just in that hate where, you know, Marvel is definitely falling off post Endgame. But so. Kamala Khan, I'm not sure what her actress's name is, forgive me please, but um, she's just so good in her role. I think she played that yeah. awkward team really well. Yeah, yeah. And I enjoyed something it. Probably one of the best bits of the Marvels. I love 
school animes and stuff purely because I love watching them learn that sort of way. I love right. the way they teach. Like in My Hero Academia, I love the episode where they're just learning new abilities. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't know why. Harry Potter, above them going through school, Ruby, yeah. same in the Academy. It's just, it's an interesting way to but tell a story again, for me. Again, it goes back to what I said about character development. Yeah. Because when they're learning, they build that. You're seeing them through their productive exactly. years. Where That's learning, when you, they make the most character. And growth. they're shaping into who they are. And the number one for me has to be is Loki. It's so good. OB in season two is hilarious. <laughs> Kang, no matter what variant you give them, is amazing. I like Miss Minutes. I like um, Renslayer. Hunter B is kind of just someone that's there. Go about Renslayer. But yeah. Mo- um, is it Morbius? Not Morbius. 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 Yeah, Morbius. That was wow. something I wanted to say. I'm really good at it. Morbius. I missed something here, didn't I? It's Morbius. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I, 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 I just it. think Morbius. He's really good. I like Owen Wilson as a voice actor. And he's even better as an actor. He doesn't love Light McQueen. I just think he's a really good character. Him and Loki together in both seasons is just really good. Yeah. Like when they're arguing about um, who gets the worst deal when they're trying to reset Loki to the timeline. It's hilarious for me. (laughs) And I I love his obsession with jet skis. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he is a good character. Yeah, right. So recap that then, please. So, what if Miss Marvel and then Loki? Okay, thank you, um, James. God, I'm scared. Let's give us your three favourites, please. I thought you might have reason to be scared. I genuinely did, but I don't think you do anymore. Well, okay. that's good. To hear. So number three is Hawkeye. Okay, so is that why you thought I'd be scared? No. Okay. Because I thought everyone. Quite likes Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah, um, I really enjoy Hawkeye. I feel like it's a lot of hope, but it's a lot. Of hope I'll be honest, my list is exactly the same as yours, but in different orders. So, so it's the same as our. Yeah, the one I thought, the one I thought you people might find surprising is Moon Knight. because it Knight. didn't get as much attention as I feel like no. it deserves. It was when Marvel was sort of falling off, wasn't it? So people yeah, were watching it. it. But yeah, number three, Hawkeye. I love Kate Bishop. I love the dynamic between her and Hawkeye. I love yeah. Elena. Um, love Kingpin. I think the whole film was really good. The whole show. Yeah. That's what I meant. <laughs> yeah, it was a really good it was a really good show. I really enjoyed it. I did mm. really enjoy it. Um number two, Loki. Okay. Yeah. I love Phenomenal. Loki. Yeah, season it two phenomenal. Amazing. And if it wasn't for Moon Knight, it would be my favourite. But Moon Knight Moon Knight your favourite for me. I think for me, Loki is the best thing they've released this phase. Yes. <laughs> I thing, would argue probably one of the best things they've released other than Guardians of the Galaxy and Spider-Man post game. Yeah. See, I with Moon Knight. But then I this is where we have to have a bit of discussion yeah. here on why it is my favourite. Um, and I don't think it's going to change anytime soon. I love the character. I love the armour. I love the style of their fighting. Mm. I love Khonshu, the Moon God. Yeah. Again, it's got a lot to do like God. The dynamic food. is just so yeah. interesting. It's so him funny. I fighting think it's himself, so funny. you know, having yeah. two personalities. Yes, which is exactly yeah. why it resonates with me. Yeah, I, when I first saw Moon Moon Knight, I was still um, I had just developed my tics. Yeah, so for still those of you who just don't know, um, James has Tourette's. Yeah, uh, he was developed them during COVID, I believe. Yeah. Um, obviously, they're a lot better now, but yeah, so that's probably why a character resonates with him. 
Yeah, because it, it's like that internal battle, um, you know, between the two different sides. You know, they're both trying to, in the end, they're both trying to compete for control of the body. And in the end, one of them ends up dying off. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a bit like Jeffrey. See you, mate. Um, <laughs> Jeffrey is what he names his Tourette's. Yeah. yeah um, if Jeffrey comes out, you'll know. But <laughs> just, I think, just such an awesome hero. Just an awesome. He's actually ended up my favourite MCU character. Wow. Moon Knight. See, I wouldn't agree with that, but I do agree it's a great show. But I, th- I think that is mainly there because of the how much I can relate to. Should, should we ask TJ's favourite MCU character then? <laughs> no. We're going to be here in the I round. can't do this on the spot because there's so many <laughs> options that you have to weigh yourself between. And I'll say one and someone will go, why not this person? I'll go, oh my God, that's such a good shout. How have I forgotten <laughs> them? I'm an idiot. I've now said my favourite character is Doctor Strange and someone's just pulled someone else out there. I'm like, well, I've already said it's Doctor Strange, so I can't change. Um, James, I just want to ask you to recap your three favourites. Yeah, so Hawkeye, Loki, Moon Knight. Okay, great. Um, now, I just wanted to ask Quickly, we'll go into another question, but for now, I just wanted a general discussion. Mm. Um, obviously, we talked about Marvel a lot, yeah, falling off post Endgame. I just wanted to ask, do you think it's because superheroes have been oversaturated in the media in the past decade? I think with superheroes, obviously, there's always worry. You know, you can't. There's too much. Are you doing too much with it? When you make a new film you make them more powerful and then you've got to keep upping the stakes keep upping the ante but a really good example of this and james will be better to explain it more than me is dragon ball they just do so well they upgrade goku and then they find a new challenge for him and they do really well i get always making the threat above him but then would you argue that's an anime obviously it's a lot easier to carry on productively at the end of the day yeah I think so I think anime have it a lot easier especially one with Dragon Ball where they've got all the different universes in it because we say we say a lot about time you can do different arcs it's not easy to do in a film yeah exactly you say a lot about time travel you say a lot about um, interdimensional travel and all that but at the end of the way at, at the end of the day anime get away with it a lot more because there's a lot more arcs a lot more development in the characters yeah um, you will never get that sort of development in a in a movie MCU yeah. type setting. I more just mean when you look at that sort of situation you still have the ability to either up the ante or kill off the heroes entirely and start yeah. anew and you still can have this situation where either you've got maybe a couple of anti-heroes that now have to step up to the plate whether they want to or not you have these young heroes that come in and they now have to try and fill the boots. Which Spider-Man is a great example of. Does really well with Iron yeah. filling Iron Man's boots. I think it's just a situation you have to be careful with. So yes, I do believe you can oversaturate the market. I mean, there's what, 35 films in the MCU But I don't now. just mean MCU. I just think, I mean, obviously MCU got massive. And then once we saw that, we saw superhero films to become such a big thing. You know, DC trying to copy their universe. You know, you've seen other superhero movies try and fail, like X-Men and stuff like that. Yeah. Obviously, the only successful one you could argue would be Deadpool, which is now in the MCU. Yeah. Um, but obviously, I think it's just genuinely a problem Disney is struggling with in general, even in the animated films, is they're just not trying There's to no do new things. things. There's no ideas. Mm. 
you know, and they've done it for so long, and now all they're trying to do is they're just trying to do remakes. But then you say that, you say there's no new de- ideas or anything, and then try something that was She-Hulk and it completely hated on. But then She-Hulk yeah. wasn't something trying something new. It was Paul Ryan. It was, it was completely, completely different. I hate, to what I hate the biggest... The biggest advantage yeah, because they it's have is they well, have yeah, what Stanley started writing in 1940, 1950, his yeah. comics. Yeah, they have 80 years worth of comics to go through. They have and so much potential. So many characters they can but bring they in. But they just need to the, stop this import- Disney woke stuff. I think the biggest problem is they never took a break after Endgame. They no. should have taken that a year. Okay, yeah. the hype might have died down a bit. But you just ramp it back up. Back in 2008 when they released Iron Man, there was no hype. You know, no one knew who this character was. They were selling characters to keep the studio open. Also, and they got to this point now where you're expecting two films, four shows a year, and it's too much. You can't expect anybody to come up with fresh ideas within a month. It's not going to work. You're going to get creative block, and it's just going to kill off everything. Obviously, like I touched on before with Fall of the Thunder, they're obviously rushing the product to try and get as much out, which is why the CGI is so bad and like directors and that. So, maybe, you know, not just an oversaturation problem, new ideas. Try and do less projects. Mm. You don't have to have three, four MCU projects out a year. Even if we get one out a year and it's a good MCU project, just plan it. I, you I, know, that's why they did the Infinity Saga was so popular, because they built up to this massive mm. story with different stories, which is, you know, why James Gunn taking over the DC is what he's trying to do. He's trying to build up these different stories. Do you know what it reminds me of a little bit? You remember playing GM mode or WWE? Yeah. You build yeah. up the rivalry, you build it up, build it up, and then on your pay-per-view, that's where you have to race it. it. Yeah. And then if they fight again the next week, it's like, come on, they're borderless. You need to go to a yeah. break. Yeah, you need to change. You, you have need to, to change, change everything up. And you set up yourself up for a new story and you plan ahead. But I think they needed to take that year after Endgame. And it's a popular thing to say. But I think it's so true. If they had taken that year, they planned a bit more carefully, maybe. They, they tweaked a couple of bits, you know. They really focused on what people enjoyed and what they didn't enjoy. They would have seen, okay, they enjoyed Ragnarok because it was funny. But they then tried to make... Mother Thunder 2 funny and it, it ruined it yeah. so it's a learning curve and that one I can maybe let slide a bit because there wasn't much evidence that we would have hated a too funny film the show's obviously it's a completely new area for them and they did really well with WandaVision and Loki coming straight off the bat What If was good I think She-Hulk was really the first show that plummeted a bit no Captain Captain America was definitely the first show what am I talking yeah. about yeah but I think as well, when you're trying to do, you know, all these projects, you know, with all these characters, they're trying to move on from that era that was so popular, um, you know, with Iron Man, Hulk and stuff like that, because they mm. killed all their popular characters yeah. off. But they're bringing characters that no one's interested in, like Kate Bishop, interesting. Spider-Man, really interesting. You know, Miss Marvel, interesting. But when you get characters like She-Hulk, who are just not given justice that character deserves, people just lose interest. Um, which is why, you know, again, to touch on James Gunn again, he's bringing characters that people haven't heard, like The Authority and stuff, and, you know, you're making films that are actually have an interesting story, and he's not releasing it out straight away. There's going to be, like, three years till we get, like, two films, you know, because you don't want to just rush it out, which is what Disney's trying to do to get the money. You know, Wish, supposed to be Disney's 100-year anniversary film. It was just rushed, and it was god-awful. The um, biggest issue I think Marvel are facing now... So they've announced the multiverse. 
Yeah. And I think it's a good idea, you know, you then expand to a limitless potential. You can do whatever you want because it, you can. there's a reason for it. It's a bit of a cheap reason, but there's a reason at least. The problem you have with this now is how do you make someone care about a character that can just come back from somewhere else? You have yeah. to work that much harder now to install that Nobody character in people's But a good example is Loki. Because it's a different Loki, and they did really well. Now, with the God of Stories, obviously there's so many Lokis, yeah. but you become so attached to this one Loki, this one version of it. But do you think that's something they're going to achieve from scratch, or is it because it's a character we've seen so much exactly. before? Yeah. The main problem well, I have with that is we've seen them die. You don't want to do it with every no, character. No, I know, but you still need them characters you care about. You need the characters you're going to root for. Tom Holland, exactly. If Spider-Man died, it hurt. Like when he got forgotten about at the end of No Way Home, big impact. Because again, they yeah. spent three bit films building up. People like characters in lots of films, high exactly, stakes. Exactly, and you. But then you look at Eternals, and Icarus flew into the sun, and it's like, no one cares. Because we've seen a film. See, I what what I really think Marvel's biggest issue is is the inability to kill characters. Yeah, yeah, that's true as well. Because if you just sit there and you, I I can go into and watch a Marvel film like mm. The Eternals, for example. You watch that one, you then you might build up a little bit of care for a character, and then when you watch the second one twenty years later, you've forgotten who they are. You don't care. Yeah. Like with no way holding characters, they kill Aunt May. Oh, too many. And obviously that's a thing like that's a yeah focus on spider-man but you know you're killing characters iron man's death it was everywhere because everyone was like what this is a character i love yeah. and he's yeah. dead but if robert downey jr wanted to stay they wouldn't have done they that. almost needed to have a thanos level event where half their characters did just go poof they picked the right one to die and that was it they got that's it they, yeah. they've introduced all these new characters you know they've set up so many new storylines but they've still got all these old ones that they're trying yeah. to hang on to as well which means it's just one big mess yeah. they, and almost they need, can't keep track of anything they almost need a Kang or a Doctor Doom a Galacticus to come in and wipe a lot of them out but then I don't think they will no. they're never going to because at the end of the day these characters make money yeah. but if they want to have a true really good story going forward where they can kind of it's something Game of Thrones does really well up until the last That's season. why it was so popular. Yeah, they they yeah. not afraid to kill people off. I mean, the Red Wedding, they were getting to the point where there were so many characters, they just killed off the entire Stark army yeah. in one swoop. Suddenly, that's one less story you're focusing on, and yeah. you're able to focus on the Tyrells more, you're able to focus on the High Sparrow, and they're able to bring in new storylines. So Obviously, Disney and Marvel have been better at the light-hearted phase, you know, than mm. other stuff like DC. Yeah. But, you know, when you look at the killing... Um, a reason why I really love Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 and you obviously touched on Icarus like nobody cares because he died and you've just met him but then James Gunn did a really good way of killing off three characters that people just met and you did care Rocket's friends yeah. you know I can't yeah. recall the names we just met you, you got an emotional but you had an emotional through feeling Rocket. through Rocket yeah, because, because you knew Rocket and they were tied to Rocket and there was his backstory and they were nice people whereas with Icarus he's a completely new character attached to nobody and he just flies to some for no reason. And he's been, a, he's been a bit of a knob the whole film. Uh, yeah, yeah, we, we so kind of knew it was coming, you know, Icarus. The only time I seen that film when I thought Sprite died. <laughs> like, genuinely. I was so happy that he nearly died. Yeah, but, no. Um, so obviously, you're saying about the MCU and the multiverses. 
do you reckon that some people have said that it's just time to do a reboot? I, I don't think a full reboot because mm. I feel at that point people go, what's the point? I'm not going to sit here and watch 30 films again for you to just yeah. wipe it all clean. I yeah. do think a purge almost is what's needed just to get rid of all the... If you just get rid of all the old Deadwood and you have all your new stories ready to grow. That's what you do, okay. in my opinion. I think the biggest problem is, like, if you have a look back pre-Endgame, most of the films, they've kind of, like, subtly tied them together. Yeah. It's not, like, majorly obvious. They're not popping up everywhere, that kind of thing. They're just subtly tied in together. Um, but now you look at it, and they're all just they're popping up everywhere. They're all just collide in. I just don't think there's any organisation to it. I think it's stupid. Yeah. I would agree. You know, I just think Disney needs a reset. And obviously, not a reset like a reboot, but I think, you know, are you guys excited for any future MC products? Obviously, we've got Deadpool and Wolverine coming out. Mm, yeah. We have the Fantastic yeah. Four film. They've just announced a cast for that. That's a really popular thing. But are you almost worried that they can ruin Fantastic Four? Because Deadpool and Wolverine, I think we're fine. I they... don't think I've ever actually watched a Fantastic Four film and liked it. I think the characters in themselves are a really good dynamic. It's a really good character idea. Yeah. I just think the idea is always so poorly executed, I struggle to watch But that's because it's Fox. Yeah. But are you excited in any way for the Fantastic Four project? I, I am. But yeah. to be honest with me, I have to kind of view them as separate movies away from the MCU to get right. much enjoyment out of many of the movies now. Because quite a lot of them, like I said... When you compare them to the MCU of past yeah. pre-Endgame, even Endgame, you know, even a little bit post, they just disappoint. Yeah. You kind of do have to separate them a little bit, but that can be quite difficult because, like I said, they're all just smashed yeah. into one. Because there is no cameos, you know, and, you know, with the first thing, the Infinity Saga, the, something they did really well was they had Iron Man as a staple, and he'd appear in cameos, you know, he'd be in Spider-Man, he'd be in, like, um, all these other different films. But... Do you think that Marvel even has a main guy or girl anymore? No. Uh, they wanted it's this to be Black Panther, really, obviously, due to sad circumstances, wasn't able to go forward. Do you think it's Doctor Strange? No, uh, with him no longer being Strange Supreme, I think he's kind of lost. He's going to, uh, he is going to lead the Young Avengers. I still Him think. and I think it's... Spider-Man, I imagine. Spider-Man. Him and Spider-Man, yeah. I imagine, for me, he can't, he's lost his main power now he's lost the time stem and he's no longer strange supreme uh yeah. sorcerer supreme i think he's kind of dropped off a bit yeah. spider-man is probably a biggest shout as a leader but, but now no one knows who he is no one knows who he is anymore uh, you know there was also talk about hawkeye mm. leading the avengers which was yeah. done well in um hawkeye the show yeah but i don't know I deadpool mean, wolverine have you guys seen the trailer no i haven't I'm after seeing it. I have to say I'm really excited for it. They've appeared to keep that R rating. Deadpool. They even make a joke about how um about Disney and stuff in the trailer. Obviously, Hugh Jackman returning as Wolverine, big. Yeah. Um, Ryan Reynolds is just the perfect casting for Deadpool. I'm yeah. really excited for yeah. that. I don't think Deadpool would be a popular character if it wasn't for Ryan Reynolds. No, he would no, no, no one would really no care too much care. about him, but Ryan Reynolds is really good at Deadpool. Yeah. And I'm really glad. charismatic. Mm. And obviously he just does his own thing in the first two, and by the looks of it, the MCU have let him do that. And I'm glad. It would have been stupid to change it. Like in the trailer, he literally mentions like, oh yeah, now I'm joining your universe. Like a stupid quip. And I just think it's really good. Yeah. I'm really excited. 
Um, I wanted to ask you one question before we close out the episode. Um, so I'm going to do a keep five, cut five, where you have to pick five villains that you'd keep in the MCU and five that you would cut. This matters to the story. T-Day's really excited. T-Day, would you like me to ask James first? No, no, I'll go first. I'll okay, go first. so please tell me. So the way you're, this works is you tell one you'll keep, then one you'll cut, and then one you'll keep, then one you'll cut, and so on and so forth, okay? Cut. So I'm going to list the ten now. Five cut, five keep, okay? Cut. So, Loki. Keep. You're not supposed to say keep or cut, Sorry, sorry, sorry. Just tell you. Loki, Thanos, Killmonger, Hela, Green Goblin, Zemo, Vulture, Kang, High Evolutionary, and Ultron. I would just like to say I love Ultron. Green Goblin, this is only the No Way Home interpretation. It does not count from the original Spider-Mans. So if you tell me one that you'll keep, one that you'll cut, and then so on and so forth. I don't. Um, I think I heard six or seven I'd want to keep, which means I then have to narrow them down. Keeping Loki. Okay. Straight off the bat, he's not going okay. anywhere. And then one you'll cut. Vulture. I'm, he's really good in Homecoming. He's a really good first villain for Peter. Yeah. I just think... I love Michael Keaton. Among the ten, he's not as strong as the others. I'm keeping Killmonger. I said it when we ranked films. I think he's... Great villain, yeah. Yeah, he's really good. I will scrap Zemo. I love him as a character. I think he's the only good thing in Falcon and Winter Soldier. He's really he's, good in Civil he's War. He's the only villain who really achieves his goal, no? Yeah. I just think... Me among the others, I don't know. Yeah. I, he just doesn't come to my brain. As he's just not as iconic in the comics yeah. or anything. I get that. I keep Thanos purely because he's Thanos. And okay. It's like he 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 drives forward Infinity War and Endgame. He's what everyone's fighting towards for twenty films, whether they know it or not. So I think for me, he has to stay. And then the others are Ultron, uh, Ultron, High Evolutionary, Kang, um, Green Goblin, and Hela. I can only keep two more out of them. That's the problem here. I get rid of the high evolutionary. You get rid of the high evolutionary? Yeah, I love Rocket. I love the fight he had, like that whole dynamic of um, him being. But um, I just think, among the others, again, he's just not the same level. I keep Kang. You keep Kang. Obviously, if Jonathan Majors hadn't done what he'd done, I think he was the right step forward for them. I think he was a really good choice in villain and good choice in actor. It worked really well, and I hope they do find someone who can replace that sort of area, because I think Kang is an interesting villain. And I just think he was a good step for the MCU. So I've got Hela, Ultron. And that's it. And Green Goblin. Right? And Green Goblin. So you're gonna uh, only keep one of them. Two, no? Wait. wait. Two. Yeah, keep two. But you've already kept No, four. I just kept Kang, kept so I do only no, keep yeah. one. Yeah. So you've definitely Kang, done this wrong. Green Goblin and Ultron. You've definitely done this wrong. I get rid of Ultron. Okay. Again, really good villain, but I think out of the four Avenger movies, I think he's the weakest villain. Out of the four of them. I can, I think he's really well written. Um, I don't know, just, it becomes 
I don't know. He, for me, he doesn't resonate as much, and I okay. prefer the other villains. I feel that's quite an unpopular opinion. Well, between what Loki and Thanos, I feel like Ultron through time has become a much loved villain. I, I mean, that's I, your opinion. I, I see I'm not saying he's from. a bad villain. Yeah, I, I see, see what you're coming from. It's a very low key fan of It's a very hard list to keep five and cut five. This yeah. is why I added this to the uh, podcast because I thought, you know, I didn't. This is the one thing I didn't tell them about before. So this is why Tina's in such shock right now when he probably hates her. But I now get left with two of my all time favourites in Heller and Green Goblin. Because well, I think Heller is amazing in Ragnarok. Green Goblin is amazing in No Way Home. I'm going to keep... And it's only the No Way Home version, yeah? So it's yeah, not, so not, it's not as we see him, him doing the Spider-Man. Uh, no Spider-Man either. Yeah. I know it's the same guy, but obviously... <laughs> purely because we don't get his speech in... Of... You either live... Yeah, to become the hero. To become a villain or die a hero. And I'm going to keep Hela and get rid of Green Goblin. So I'm keeping Hela, Thanos, Loki, Kang, Killmonger. Wow. That's actually quite surprising for me. I didn't expect you to list that. That's um, surprising as well. Yeah, but I can see where you're coming from. It is a very hard list. That is hard from. to It's very brutal. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I did it. Um, so James, I'm now going to ask for the five that you will keep, the five that you will cut. So if you tell me when you keep, then one you'll cut, and then when you keep, then one you'll cut. Okay. Uh, I just want to clarify because for me they're two very different lists. Is it in terms of keep them is keep their storyline and get rid of them means they get deleted from MCU history, or is it keep them as in like carry on with the character and do something in the future? Or and discard them is sort of legal. Just come from the MCU history at all, so oh, they would never have been. So that is a different list. Yeah. So it was never. These are the only ones. So you will keep if you say if you were to cut Thanos, you'd cut him off Infinity War. If you'd keep him, you'd keep the Infinity War story. Yes, yeah, so that's a different list. Yeah. So that's that what that is. So do you still agree yeah. with your list? What it was. Who did I cut? Hella. You kept. So it's not just. Story, story <laughs> I, think, well. I think that's the No, I'll, I'll keep, I'll keep. Um, so you uh, cut High Evolutionary, you cut Kang. Yeah. You, no, mean, you cut High Evolutionary, you cut Vulture Hello, and Zemo, Vulture and Zemo. Gr- Green Goblin, yeah. and Ultron. Obviously. So, I mean, Spider-Man never becomes Spider-Man at this point, but... Like, well, he does yeah. in the MCU. Oh, well, no. Because there's no Civil War. Yeah, but... Yeah. So, like, he is still a man with spider powers, but yeah. he never really... So you cut him completely from man. the films? Yeah. <laughs> um, so not just... It's not keep him in the future, it's just... Oh, I have no one else I can get rid of. No, right? like I said, it's a very hard list. Yeah. So, James, yeah. you want to tell us your first keep? Thanos. Yeah, I feel like you have to. He's a staple. You have to. At the end of the day, I've Infinity War Endgame, so even the bits leading up to it, where he's making all the amends, is so iconic. Yeah, I agree. If you get rid of that, MCU's dead. Yeah, you have to keep it. Yeah. Um, Fist, spin off. Yeah. Kang. 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 I can see where he's coming from. My biggest problem is. Especially considering his stories are about to end anyway. Yeah. And they're about to be. And also, my problem is. Well, apparently they're recasting. But also. He's just so bad at Ant-Man. He dies so easily. Yeah. My, in Loki, he's okay. My problem is, yeah. you, you've been Kang, you've been He Who Remains, which means you've been the exact same thing of, you've been Thanos. Because if He Who Remains is not there, no one takes control of the timeline. 
it's just oh, a mess. But, but, no. But just, at the end of the day, just because they haven't done that storyline doesn't mean, yeah. like... You still have to think of it in that way. Let's way not to explain it. In this way, the way it works is the other ones that he keeps can exist. So there's no, like, butterfly effect? No, so if you get rid of can, Thanos still exists. It's just okay. what you would take the from that the MCU story. still plays, just not can. Yeah. Okay. No, so you just would take them from the MCU story. Yeah, so, so like, the Thanos can doesn't matter to Thanos. Okay. But his story just, wouldn't happen. We're going under the assumption of, even if you get rid of them, they have no impact on the story in the first place. Yeah. Yeah, okay. except for the heroes and the, obviously the yeah, things. Yeah. But they have impacts on the movies. That makes sense. Yeah. So you've kept Thanos and you've got rid of Kang. Yeah. Let's keep. Hmm. Let's see options again. Uh, so the ones you have remaining is Loki, Killmonger, Hela, Green Goblin, Zemo, Vulture, High Evolutionary, and Ultron. Keep Loki. I feel like you have to. Yeah, definitely. It's the exact same thing as Thanos. Yeah. Finn. Vulture. Get rid of Vulture. Yeah, don't like the character anyway. Really? I really like Vulture in this I, first I, I, I didn't mind him. I love Michael Keaton. I didn't mind him, but there's so many more iconic Spider-Man villains I would have liked to see instead. I don't know, Vulture's pretty iconic. I do think... Yeah, but there's... The, to no, start them off, I think they were a good mean. basic villain. Kind of like a tutorial yeah. boss. Not like yeah. it, you have to go straight for the big villain straight away. Mm-hmm. I really like the. Plus, I just. Maybe some people don't like it, but I just love Tom Holland Spider Man. Yeah. I love the films. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um, <laughs> next, Keith. So I've got Hella, Green Goblin. Uh, Hella, Killmonger, Green Goblin. Zemo, High Evolutionary, Ultron. I'm going to keep Ultron. Yeah. I really like the villain, and I feel like there is still a way you could bring him back in, and if you could, it, it would make a really good villain again in a future movie. Yeah, we saw that in What If, but he can be powerful yeah. enough. Yeah, I, I love the whole concept of Ultron. I love Ultron in general. Yeah. In fact, I he, did even when the first takes, movie came out. He takes out. two seconds onto the internet and realises the human race needs to be all race. <laughs> yeah, it's, exactly, it's exactly what I would do. <laughs> I can't lie. Um, yeah, so keep Ultron. Okay. Bin. The High Evolutionary. Just doesn't have that much impact in the MCU. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's got to go, I think. Yeah, overall. Yeah. yeah, it's a very strong list of good villains. Yeah. And then like, I feel like a whiplash. Yeah, put Mandarin and Whiplash on there. It'd have been a lot easier list for you guys. You are. If I put Mandarin and Whiplash on there, it'd have been a lot easier list for you guys. <laughs> well, it depends which Mandarin. Where's the abomination? Depends which Mandarin. This list is an abomination. Anyway, number four. Um, what's the four left, sir? Uh, you have uh, Zima, Zima, Green Goblin, Hella Kilmonger. Oh god. Mm, you like the point Zemo. I was. Ooh. Keep Zemo. Yeah. So you only get to keep one more then, right? Again, I think he's a really interesting character. Yeah. I really like Zemo. That's fair. Been up Green Goblin. Wow. Okay, purely because I feel like that film is still the same about him. Obviously, not yeah. exactly the same. I just love William Defoe's performance. Plus, I do as well. I do as well. Like, anyway. like the whole thing of Spider-Man is he's a nice guy, and then yeah. Green Goblin turns him bad. Like he turns him angry because of Aunt May. He's 
a I, big defining factor for Spider-Man losing control. I oh, don't think No Way Home goes... I mean, I've got really Green Goblin as well. I'm not disagreeing with you. Yeah, I think yeah, in general this, impact-wise, Green Goblin is going to go. But I don't think the film... I don't could, think it's exactly the same, but what I I don't think it happens without Green Goblin, because the whole reason Peter stops Doctor Strange in the first place is he brings Green Goblin there, and Aunt May's like, he's lost, make sure you help him. It's like... It's not, he's no longer just trying to fix his And also, all the other guys are good. It's Green Goblin who turned yeah. bad. I just don't think there's a film. they could have written it slightly differently. Like, I feel like if, what I meant is, if you go to watch that film, right, you find out all these old casts yeah. are coming back, Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield, Pretty but you well. find out that Willem Dafoe just wouldn't, and you don't see the Green Goblin. I feel like, yeah, you're going to be a bit like, mm. oh, that's a little bit shit. I feel like, but if they write it in a different movie. way, yeah, okay. I don't, I don't think people would have watched the movie. Everyone was excited for William Devoe. I, I, I think they would have done. They just wouldn't have been as big. Still also, I get what, I get what James is trying to say, but I just think the whole dynamic mm. between Aunt May and, you know, Peter going crazy. Oh, yeah, I and other two Spider-Man having to stop him. I absolutely love it. I just feel like... Of that list, of that list, I get it. But I wouldn't agree with the story being the same. No. I don't mean like uh, the yeah. same. What I meant like fan reactions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what you mean. So, so now you have Killmonger. You only get no. It's just two. oh, it's just Hello Killmonger. Hello Killmonger. Mm. Which so is quite great villains. Yeah. This is where I got rid of Green Goblin instead of Hella. I kept Hella. See, but I also kept. But if I get rid of them, they can't be used in future either, can they? Nope. This is hard. I don't know if any either of the two would be used in the future. This is quite hard because these are my two of my favourite villains. Yeah, Spice, you've one of them you haven't kept. I think Spice, I haven't kept both. But it's purely because I've been trying to think of the overall impact of the MCU. Yeah, that's fair. Whereas these two ultimately don't have that much impact. Yeah, if, if, if there was a butterfly effect, Hella would have a massive impact. But However, just. Because there, is that not, there isn't that button. In terms of the list, they're going. Zemo breaks up the Avengers. Mm-hmm. High evolutionary, obviously, is the whole thing of the galaxy. If, Ultron creates the whole thing of the Avengers. Loki yeah, if is the main villain for all of if it. If there is Fancy that butterfly effect, then, you know, if Helen never just gets out of the But then if there is the butterfly effect, Thanos never gets to invade. Because the only reason he's able to invade and get the power stone is because there's no Asgard. The, the, oh, drum roll, please. Keep calm, kill Mongo, get rid of Hella. Wow. I'll tell you why. I don't think you find a better villain, villain than for Black Kill Mongo for Black Panther. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Whereas Thor, Namor was God. Namor was God. Got you could have got a better one. I didn't imagine. Hate just imagine all the gold, but gold God Butcher in Ragnarok is a better film. Yeah, I agree. Whereas you never make Black Panther. Black yeah, I agree with that. Mongo. That's fair. No, no, I can get behind it. Yeah. So, with mine, keep Thanos. Yeah. Obviously, it has to Yeah. Cut Vulture. Yeah. He... Really like Vulture. I really like the film, but just with the other villains on this list, it'd be criminal to keep it. Yeah. yeah. Um, keep Loki. You yeah. have to. He's just like, he is just the epitome of MCU of the Thanos. Yeah. Um, and then I would cut Kang. Yeah. No impact for me. I don't like him. I feel like it can be written better. I just prefer Doctor Doom story, personally. Yeah. Um, I will keep Killmonger. One of my favourite villains. Love Michael B. Jordan. Again, Black Panther's my favourite film. Yeah. I just have yeah. to keep him. This is where it starts to get hard. 
I would cut Hella. Really love Hella. Yeah. Love the film, but so. I just there's better villains on this list. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Um, and then I have two left to keep. Love Ultron as a villain, great villain. I, I just think over time, I think he could have been. It's not a true so much. If it was in a different film, Ultron could have been the best villain in the MCU. Yeah. If it was in any of the other Avengers films. 100%. Yeah. Um, and then. Which is crazy because I put it on one of my favourite films, but I feel like I would have to cut High Evolutionary. He's just only been in one film. He just hasn't. Yeah. Obviously, he has an impact for Rocket, but he doesn't have a massive impact to the MCU. Yeah. Um, and then now it's between Green Goblin and Zemo. Yeah. Keep Green Goblin. Zemo um, obviously breaks. If you've made the other choice, our list would be exactly the same. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Zemo obviously breaks the Avengers and the big character, but just William Defoe is Green Goblin. He's just. He's just. Amazing. No, I mean, no, he's not there that we all kept. We all kept Loki, Kilmore, and Thanos. Those were obvious. Well, Loki and Thanos to me were obvious. They're big villains, they're yeah. good villains. I didn't um, expect you to keep Killmonger. I didn't. I really like Killmonger, didn't yeah. I? I didn't expect him he, to. He's a big part of why Black Panther's in my top five. Yeah. See, I thought you would be thinking of it like I, like I was. I thought you would ask that beginning question. Yeah. Decide which way he meant it. Yeah. I had in my head, obviously, that their stories wouldn't be the same. Aligned. Yeah, which is the main reason I'm caught Thanos. If I'm being honest, if say if you get rid of Thanos and like Hella takes his place, wow, and I I probably would have that's kept, Got rid of Thanos. I love Thanos. I think he's a really good villain, but I just think in terms like I probably would have brought in Green Goblin and got rid of Thanos because I prefer Green Goblin as a villain. But Thanos overall to the story and his overall story is just a lot better than that just... one appearance of Green Goblin. Yeah, but I just think Thanos as a whole was a villain. I mean, I think the only decision that if either of you two had made would have made me angry was to keep the vulture. Yeah, he's a good villain. He's a good villain. I think you're on, but there are plenty. You can pick Rhino. You know, there's plenty of options that you can go for with Spider Man. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Waste of piss. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Well, I think that concludes today's episode. Yeah. We've had a great uh, day of introducing ourselves and getting to know, well, you getting to know us and our MCU opinions. Um, there's been some good, some bad, some outlandish, some <laughs> horrible decisions, some uh, not great. I'm ready for the hate in the comments. <laughs> um, I'm ready. Everyone, please go comment what you think your worst take is. And whether we should watch Echo. Echo take. Um, whether we should watch Echo. What future episodes you'd like us to do in the future. Um, please subscribe because it would help us loads. Hit the notification bell so you never miss any future episodes. We'll be rotating hosts each week. Mm -hmm. um, so thanks for watching and we shall see you in the next episode.